Well, actually, because I've always often wondered, because they say that the sort of schizophrenia has been a more or less a constant, hasn't it? There's a small percentage of human beings are schizophrenic. And mm. I always wonder why this happens, but you can see something like that would actually give an advantage in terms of survival if you're perhaps living in old days and you have somebody yeah. there who could feel these things before everybody else. Well, in indigenous societies, um, people who have a, a schizophrenic break are then trained as shamans and they're trained to use that um, to, an, to an advantage uh, and for the benefit of the community. Absolutely. I mean, I you know, when I see people with schizophrenia, I mean, again, it, it strikes me that, that, that the powers that be are aware of that kind of that kind of power that threatens them. And this is why people now are labelled schizophrenic, they're locked away, they're pumped full of chemical drugs and That's so right. on. Yes, it's, there was an experiment done at a place called uh, the Diabasis Facility in San Francisco where they would let people naturally go, when they would have this schizophrenic break, they would be allowed... In, in controlled surroundings to to let it progress naturally and it was found to last for 40 days and 40 nights oh. strangely enough this is obviously very familiar Jesus' time in the wilderness yes. exactly Jesus time in the wilderness and um, there are several other incidents where people in the wilderness Mo, Moses or there's, there's also three 40, or four 40 days and 40 nights in the ark isn't it as well? yes you see that may also be some sort of an encoded connection between a, a catastrophe and a change in our uh, consciousness. Hmm. Now, I do sometimes wonder whether some of that stuff in the Bible is not stuff that happened, it's stuff that's going to happen and told in a particular kind of way. And hmm. uh, you wonder whether perhaps, you know, because one thing that does come out of all of the whole spiritual stuff in 2012 is whether there will be what the Bible talks about the separation of the sheep from the, the sheep from the goats. Clearly, the sheep being the followers and the goats hmm. being, I mean, goats have always been symbolic of Satan and so on. Yeah. And there's a bit of hostage to fortune because it might be the other way around. That, that you know, why would you want people who are sheep? <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, the great characteristic of the goat is it can't be properly domesticated. It actually sort of stands up for itself rather than just following <laughs> blindly. So, I don't know. I just wonder. But perhaps, perhaps they're going to take the goats and not the sheep. I don't well, know. that's because Jesus is the good shepherd, isn't he? So it's the ones that follow Jesus are personified or made out to be the sheep. That's right, yeah, but I, I find a lot of these things, obviously, though, the, the way they've twisted some of the myths, you can quite clearly see that um, that they're trying to keep us ignorant. I mean, the whole mm. myth about the tree of knowledge, for example, eating the tree of knowledge, you somehow fall rather than gain access to, to greater truths and mm. so on. Again, it strikes me as just trying to keep people um, in that state of, of ignorance. Well, there's no doubt that the Christianity has been changed from what it was originally because... Um, there are so many facets of it that are identical to Mithraism, which was the the sort of accepted religion of the Roman army. That's right, yeah. And to yeah. make Christianity presentable to the Roman army, who were previously um, throwing Christians to the lions, they had to present it so that it fitted nicely into the into the religion they were already operating with. So we come back to the date as well. I mean, um, you know, some people have have said that um, because of the various peculiarities of the Gregorian calendar and so on, the Julian calendar, that that we may have somehow got the date wrong around 2012. That there may have been certain dates haven't been taken into account. I mean, one of the ones that obviously comes up is there is no zero AD. We start at one AD, for example. Right. Well, actually, that doesn't when you when you really look at that in detail, it doesn't make any difference because. The Maya calendar stands um, stands as, as an artefact without any other calendars. If we've made a mistake in our calendar, and just supposing uh, there was a six-year error in our calendar and the year 2012 was really uh, the year um, 2006, then um, 
that would simply mean that the end point of the mire would would no longer be called 2012. Yes, exactly. it's only called 2012 because of the way our calendar is interpreted at the moment. So it would still be the same year. It's just we'd call it something different, and the same goes for any other calendars and people who've made mistakes in their calendars. All it affects is is the way that we translate it into our calendar, uh, as it as it happens to be. So yeah, so I mean, I've, I've I've said that to people in the past. I presume that people have made that allowance because it's so bloody obvious you'd have to make it basically. Mm. And and finally, really, sort of uh, on a note to to kind of finish on. I mean, throughout history, we've had great predictions of either apocalypse or, or change in human society. I mean, you've only got to read the the ancient scriptures. Um, you know, people have believed at various points the world was going to end or change or whatever. Do you think this one's different? I do actually, yes, because. Um... Basically, all the previous ones all go back to just one source, which is the Bible. Mm. This one, uh, this is what first... I mean, I when I first got into it, it was coming from this I Ching source, and it was uh, just uh, interesting. But when I saw that it came from a... I mean, the as McKenna's shown, that that was a sort of a lunar calendar originally, 384-day, 13-month lunar calendar. And you had a solar calendar from the other side of the world with the, the termination point just 30 days apart, 34 days. Uh, that's what really um, got me interested in this. And, and since then, all these other sources from all over the world uh, are all converging on this one year. Yeah, that's what I find particularly convincing. I mean, I've looked at things in the past where they have the kind of, in the ancient times, the Jews were always trying to figure out the Jubilees and all these strange periods of time and prediction and so on. But it it was all to do, say, with, with one book. It wasn't, and, and they didn't seem to understand what they were doing anyway because they kept getting it wrong, basically. I remember reading about one prophet, I think, who was, who was put to death because he made a prediction the world was going to come and end. He didn't, basically. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm going to in that position. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I genuinely believe, I, and the reason I genuinely believe this is going, I say it's because of my own experiences. I mean, I was the ultimate rationalist, and I've now gone on this spiritual path. And if somebody had told me two years ago I'd be going, you know, I wouldn't have believed it. And. Uh, when I talk to people who've been going to festivals um, for the last 20 years, for example, they are saying the same thing. They're saying that they're seeing in, in, in general society and amongst people a, a much greater uh, spiritual awareness. And again, it's this idea of, of not being obsessed by your past, letting go of that, not worrying about the future. So you live in the present. Yes. Uh, and have faith that you'll be kind of looked after if you remain good. Mm. But also, this got a greater access to the collective consciousness. Um, and it's obviously, you know, that's something of, of enormous interest to those of us who are trying to change the world. Mm. Uh, when the political system is sewn up, uh, what do you do? When they own the politicians, they own the media, how can you get your message out there? Mm. And actually, you realise in some ways that, the, that all that stuff is actually an irrelevance because the only way you change the world is, is by connecting with other human beings and changing their hearts and minds. And I've certainly noticed since I've been doing the 9-11 stuff that the attitude of people has changed. I mean, a few years ago, people would come up and be quite violent about it. They would, you know, how dare you say 9-11 is an inside job? Mm. Whereas now, even though they're sceptical, they are actually asking the right questions. Um, and to that extent, I think we've changed the collective consciousness and it is rapidly changing. And the problem is, is they, you know, the authorities can't actually do anything about that. They can control politicians, they can control the media, they can bump off the odd dissident here and there, like David Kelly or whatever, somebody who really poses a threat, then they've had a few goes at me as well. Mm. But what they cannot do is bump off everybody, because yes. <laughs> they still need us as their kind of semi-slave race or whatever. Um, so I really do believe that, that 2012, there will be massive change. I'm not sure whether we'll actually... In some senses, I'm not sure if people who aren't open to it will necessarily even perceive it. It may be that people who've gone the spiritual path will be the mm. only ones who will perceive it, yeah. I think um, it seems to me that uh, looking at it from what we said about the schizophrenics, 
yeah, that everybody may be looking at uh, if they don't uh, between now and and the twenty twelve time window, not necessarily the absolute uh, winter solstice. It may be a more of a spread over a year or two there. Um, but if we, if we don't confront our our internal um, issues, the stuff that we've buried from childhood that controls us and makes us react to people, then that stuff I think is going to come up anyway. And for those people that haven't made an effort to confront it, it will be a more difficult transition. I think that's that's what this whole sheep sheep and goats thing is about. Yeah, I think that's what it's about as well. I really do. I really do think that's what it's about. I mean, and a lot of people suggest that you know everybody will will make the accession to the fifth dimension or whatever, and it may just be that it takes longer for other people uh, than people who are already spiritually activated. Mm. But I do say what I find interesting, because one of the, I mean, a little note to finish it, which I find quite peculiar as well, is that um, if you accept the 23rd of December 2012 as, as the the end of the period or the end of the sun or whatever, uh, my 47th birthday is the next day. <laughs> so I should have, might have a very interesting 47th <laughs> birthday in the fifth dimension, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway it's been absolutely fascinating and thank you very much Jeff it's been brilliant uh, the book is Beyond 2012 the website is diagnosis2012.co.uk brilliant well thank you very much well thank you David <laughs>